This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Hello everyone. My name is Rupa Sunku and I'm the chief evangelist at Touch a Life Foundation. It is an organization that I have initiated a mentor loop session to be able to share with you some ideas and thoughts from my experiences. Today I'm going to talk about change management. So the systematic approach and application of knowledge, tools and resources to deal with the change it has to be reviewed and needs to be implemented because of any internal or external changes that you want to bring into the business and it should be a life cycle change for the business towards that end goal or that profitability or the service elements that you want to bring into your organization remember that change is always very difficult for people to take on people get comfortable with uh, what is around them and are becoming familiar with what processes and tools are around them to initiate change means that you will see resistance you will also need to communicate multiple times before the change sticks with the organization it's super important to also have leadership or stakeholders who will propagate the message there could be change management that goes bottom up or it could come top down what works can be based on several factors there is a process that uh, john cotters has talked about with change management that i find very intriguing as well as very systematic in order to institute change So the first is to create a sense of urgency and the need for that change to happen be it a tool be it a process or be it a resource change then build a guiding coalition and the word coalition is super important again because if people don't buy into the change and the need for that change or the urgency that you have created to make that change you will not be able to get people in lockstep towards that end goal form a strategic vision and initiatives around that change it is an ability to build layers of what are the incentives that people will have with the adoption of these tools or processes or it could be simply something new in the industry that will actually make a difference to the business and the end goal of that business statement enable actions by removing barriers and you're going to have resistance as i mentioned before with change and so with the resistance come barriers that people put up physically and in actuality so look to work and remove those barriers so that the change management process becomes simpler to uh, uptake enlist a volunteer and it is important not only to have the stakeholders like i told you who can be those influencers to create that urgency for that change but also volunteers who will uptake it and will be able to speak to the various layers of activity bottom up or top down in your change management process 
generate short term wins don't go for the big bright and the most important illustrious wins call out and show phases of each bit of action that is moving towards the phases of completing that entire project sustain the acceleration you will notice that there is oomph and gusto at the beginning of a change management process because people are all looking into it buying into it and there is energy in this whole process but if you don't sustain that excitement or that uh, sense of urgency that we talked about originally then you're not able to sustain it till the completion and actual realization of the changes that you want to institute and the last but not least or most important in fact is to be able to institute that change there is a thought process that people will stick with a message only after hearing it for eight times in variations of either influencers talking about it or the coalitions that i refer to or the partnerships that you have built or the biggest uh, reason to kind of accept the change and institute the changes what is in it for me that's wifm or w i i f m what is in it for me has to be understood by those people constituting the uptake of the change so that it sticks so that is really model that uh, talks about defining change clarify the roles in a change process clarify what is changing and why it is changing identify the stakeholders establish project timelines and clarify the success measures and keep that very contiguous so the definition phase of any change model is crucial to be able to initiate generate and then finally measure out the success that you want once you have defined it it gives you a structure or a framework to plan the change so conduct impact and stakeholder assessments create a change and stakeholder engagement plans identify the risks as we spoke about removing or eradicating the barriers with the risk mitigation plans then have design plans for communicating as and as i mentioned to you it takes eight iterations of a message to stick with anybody it could be through the influencers could be to training video communication or audio communication or a written communication with uh, pictures that speak louder than words could all be the plans that you incorporate into the communication process also consider the implementation steps after you have defined it you have planned it and now you actually execute or implement it in the implementation process you enable and activate catalysts and leaders who are role models for the rest of the folks to be able to stick and look up to if somebody in a catalyst position initiates and takes that initiative to adopt this change then it becomes a little simpler for you as an organization to be able to adopt the uptake of this change process or uh, change management uh, activity that you're engaged in roll out communications and training plans because it's not so much about just understanding why the change is required but how can this change be adopted what are the processes that play out 
with this change and what are the steps to be able to uptake either new software or to be able to take on new area that is not familiar to you. So important not only to communicate it in the planning phase, but to also create a tactile progression for the users on hand with training plans. Monitor and manage all of those barriers and resistance. It's super important to kind of have that context of what has been defined and where are we getting stuck, bottlenecked or barriers that need to be removed or risks that need to be mitigated. Deploy some risk mitigation plans in the implementation phase. Be proactive in looking out for what you want to watch out for or the gotchas that may be familiar to you as part of previous change management exercises that have been deployed. Lastly, the fourth step is to sustain. So we defined it, we planned it, we implemented, and now we need to sustain that change. So obviously people over time will forget what was the purpose or what was the criteria for that change. It has now become very innate or inherent with the processes that they're working with. And sometimes it's good to go back and reinforce the behaviors that we have changed and aligned to make this change happen, we also need to go ahead and measure that impact. So almost like a review over a six month period or over a year's timeline will be important to measure. Are we sustaining it or are we kind of letting it go? Or is this still important for the organization or the business? So you need to go ahead and adjust the metrics that may be associated to this change management. As I was mentioning to you, communication is a big piece, as well as resistance and removing or eradicating the barriers. So let's talk about some of the employee resistance that you may get. Having tools and information from frontline managers becomes tool or a process by which you are actually being facilitated to get your job done. So when you don't make that criteria be met for the frontline managers, then your adoption is probably going to meet with resistance. Having training for managers and or employees preparing to assist them with this change, make it gradual, make it phase oriented, giving that bite size that actually can be consumed and makes you feel good with the WIFM factor will then give you the opportunity to reduce that resistance and continue to increase it bite size over bite size to be able to get the whole phase rolled out. Communicating regularly on what is happening is the original purpose of making this change met or is it not fruitful exercise for execution is something that they would like to know about and kind of keep it uh, familiar. If you streamline it so much so that you're not getting any feedback or insight into what was even deployed and why it was deployed, you are going to find that you're having resistance or a lack of quality in that area overall. 
So coaching employees to help them adopt and thrive during this change is again very, very crucial, especially the usage of stakeholders, influencers, people who may be those role models will help you kind of uh, refrain or not see that resistance full force and full throttle coming at you. So the communication is that second phase of being able to keep the pace and keep the momentum going for any change that you initiate. So more information equals better communication and decision making. So there again, you have to have a delicate balance of the information. You cannot do an overload of information thinking that more is better because you have to have the optimal amount of communication that goes out so that it makes for good decision making and is giving that change or that process different lenses to be able to execute based on the people that belong to that organization. Communicate the key issues and almost do a sell or a marketing activity for all of the wisdom that you will gain or uh, get out of this change process or the change model that is being deployed. Managers should then meet both their teams one-on-one and at a team level to be able to generate that momentum and continue to communicate in on all layers of the organization. Listening to feedback and addressing the concerns of all of these communications that you have put together for that change is super critical because if we don't hear what is not working and why it is not working, then it becomes really difficult for us to be able to sustain that change and keep it going. Some of the other obstacles that you may find in any change management model would be unclear directions or communications or interpretations of that uh, primary message. So again, there is the possibility of your message being interpreted based on their consumption and their relevance to the entire organization and team that can go ahead and have some refractions or some uh, variations that come into that uh, change that you are initiating. So again, for that whole thing, go back and uh, reiterate what is it that we started off to do and what was the change supposed to create or generate for you within your organization. And an unrealistic implementation timeline can be a big barrier for much of the change management. A lot of people have said, look backwards, go to one year later and then work yourself through the various quarters of that year to say, let's have a nine-month plan, a six-month plan and a three-month plan, but work backwards. What is the final state you wanna be in and working your way backwards makes it more realistic and it is easier to challenge yourself and implement those phases or those bite size more conveniently. Insufficient employee participation or volunteering becomes another hurdle because it could be due to resource constraints or just not creating the urgency or the excitement for that change. So it's critical that you balance out the employee resistance, the communication being broken down and having or holding reiteration activity to why this change was being implemented, a reminder, and also 
keep it real and work your way backwards quarter over quarter working first year's goal as the front pipeline so before we close out the topic today I want you to think about knowing what you know now what are some of the key changes that you will implement within your teams and if i were to ask you to think about some of the tips that i have shared with you i would say change is expected to be met with resistance so plan your resistance or risk mitigation processes or plans or activities up front the second one is communication is super critical keeping and reminding the people of why that change was initiated and again repeat the message in multiple flavors or um, influencers and stakeholders bearing the message and the training and lastly or more importantly keep those metrics and celebrate those successes bite by bite bit by bit through the entire process and hopefully some of this information will give you an opportunity or a framework to think about what you need to plan define implement and sustain within your organizations thank you so much for listening in today and if you're interested in being a mentor or a mentee with Touch Alive Foundation please go and visit us on touchalive.org/careerhelp and look up the other mentor loop sessions that we have recorded for your consumption and hopefully will give you some tips and give us an opportunity to work with you much closer thank you again and hope you have found this session useful you have just listened to tall radio podcast for more podcasts visit www.touchalife.org